podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Richarlison has entered the building. I was feeling pretty locked on my Game Week 1 team selection, and I pretty much am on sort of 13 of my 15 spots. But Richarlison coming in will completely change things. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are well. I've got no Liverpool, which means no Salah. I've got no Arsenal defence. Cool with that. I've got Triple City. I'm liking the look of my team, but it might just be about to get a little bit better. It might get better with Richarlison if Harry Kane goes, but we need more confirmation of that move before the game week one deadline. Let's start with the goalkeeper. Anana in goal. There's some really nice rotating pairs. Uh, with Turner's addition at Nottingham Forest, and Turner should be first choice at Forest. Um, Dean Henderson could be signed though, and they are working on that deal. Now, if they are, they'll compete for the number one jersey. But you'd think Turner ain't leaving Arsenal number two to be Forest number two. Surely he's been given assurances. So Anana and Turner work really well. Pickford and Turner, if you want to save 0.5, also work really, really nicely. I just like the assurance Man United give me. Uh, more clean sheets than anyone in the league last year. Um, so that's the goalkeepers. By the way, Ariola, 50-50 whether or not he gets the number one shirt. The four million goalkeeper at West Ham. Between him and Fabianski, uh, Ariola's been poor preseason, so I've jumped off him. So Anana uh, and uh, on the bench, Turner. My back three, Estupanan, hasn't left my draft since game week one. We don't need to talk about Brighton assets and why he's in. Chilwell again, like I've shown Chilwell, haven't I? Time and again, I, I point out the average position map for Chilwell is so, so important. We can see when comparing him with Reese James, Last preseason friendly. Look how advanced he is. And this is a common theme throughout preseason. Last season, he shot more than James, more of a goal threat. He's greedy, he'll attack. And in game week one, I don't like him on the bench. We've seen a few managers benching him. He faces Trent. We know Trent leaves loads of space. I'd play Chilwell game week one for sure. Um, and then we've got John Stones. Why have you got John Stones and not Gabriel? Uh, why have you not got an Arsenal defender? Well, this is why. Let me show up a graphic I used on YouTube a couple of weeks ago when I was looking at the best defences from last season. And it's clear as day. The top two defences in the league last year were Man City and Newcastle. Now, Newcastle fixtures are dreadful. I'm swerving them early. But Man City, they concede barely any goals because they concede barely any shots. So shots conceded on target, this is the best out of all. 92 shots on target City faced last season. Compared to Newcastle, who the next best conceded 127. This is a big difference. That's why Edison's not a good asset, because he doesn't get save points, doesn't get bonus points, because no one shoots at the Man City goal. Um, so there we go. That's why I'm backing John Stones. You might look at it and go, Stones is a bit of rotation risk, because injuries, whatever. And you're right. When the Champions League starts, maybe he will be. But early on in the season, I'm happy to back him. We'll see him in those midfield positions too. If you want security of minutes, though, at 5.5, just go Diaz. Um, Stones offers that little bit more upside. Um, Gavardiol, by the way, has come into the game at 5 million. Pep has a bit of a history with new centre-back signings of playing them a lot. So Laporte, when he came in, he got a run of games. Diaz got a run of games. Last season, remember Akanji? Just played every minute, like, early on. I think Gavardiol will be the same. I'm just not sure if we'll see it game week one. If we found out Gavardiol was starting game week one, and I time, I would make the saving of 0.5 and go Gavardiol over um, Stones. But the other 5 million assets... Kanji, Ake, Walker, a little bit too risky for me. <clears throat> so there we have our backline. What do you reckon? Let us know in the comments. And by the way, guys, thank you for the liking and subscribing. I've noticed so many new subscribers to the channel in recent weeks. That is awesome. So do hit that subscribe button if you're new around here. So the midfield, this is where it gets fun. Double Arsenal, 
Uh, midfield hasn't changed since like the first week of drafting. Martinelli is a lock for me. And Saka's in everyone's team. I think Martinelli's super exciting. In open play, he outperforms Saka in terms of shot volume and creativity quite often. So Martinelli, yeah, he doesn't have the penalties and he might come off early with 10 minutes to go quite often, but you get you get you get explosiveness from him. Foden is the is the wildcard pick in this team. Now lots have Bruno, don't they, in this slot. And if I got the news that Foden wasn't starting, I would go up to Bruno. And I've got 0.5 in the bank, so I, I, I need a million. But I can make that saving. Stones down to a 5 million Man City mid, ideally. Uh, Foden up to Bruno. There's, there's your million saved with the 0.5 in the bank. I do think Foden starts versus Burnley. And I've got a bit of a theory about Pep. And I know that's a risky thing to do. This season, I think Foden will start a ton of games. And I think he'll start a ton of games against easy opposition, especially the low block teams where you need a little bit of guile to get in behind. Foden offers that. Now, in the cup finals, in the Champions League, as we saw in the Community Shield, Kovacic and Rodri is a nice midfield too. They're in talks to sign Paqueta as well. That could affect Foden minutes in the middle. But Paqueta and Kovacic aren't Foden in terms of final third creativity. And I think against the likes of Burnley and against the likes of Fulham and Sheffield United, which City have these fixtures early on, we'll see, we'll see Foden getting minutes. So I'm happy to risk it. But obviously, if we had news, he weren't starting. I would have to, with a heavy heart, bring him out. But I like having a wildcard pick in there. Matoma's the other one, 6.5 mid. I think Mbomo is the most popular amongst the FPL community. Um, I get it. I get it. He's on penalties. Um, but do you trust Brighton attack to score more goals or Brentford attack to score more goals, given the fixtures and given the teams they are? I'm fully happy to back the team here. I'm forgetting the individual. Because look, Eze, Diaby, you could look at Mudrick for a fun wildcard pick. And look at all these 6.5 options. There's loads of them. Solly March at Brighton. But I fancy Matoma for minutes. I fancy Matoma for fixtures, but I also back that team. Brighton will create a ton of chances. But there is one potential clangor here, and that's Harry Kane. If Harry Kane goes to Bayern Munich, and it looks like a fee has been agreed, 94.5 million, what does that do to the Spurs number nine? They ain't going to buy someone. They don't need to. They've got the Brazil number nine ready and waiting in their squad, and Richarlison just becomes a starter for me. Now, what's happened when Kane hasn't played pre-season? Richarlison has been the nine. It ain't like, oh, maybe we'll see some there. Maybe there'll be a false nine, maybe whatever. No, Richarlison comes into that 11 if Kane's not in it. Now, what happened pre-season when Richarlison played? Eh, okay, he did play, I think, in a half in Singapore against Lions City Sailors, I think they were called. They won 5-1. He scored a second half hat-trick, right? So three goals. And off the back of that hat-trick, Postacoglu was quoted saying, he's always in the right areas. I've got a lot of time for him and he's one of the players I'm really looking forward to working with. This is Richardson. Uh, you try to picture players playing the football you want to play and I certainly think he can. Richardson is a 7 million midfielder in FPL, going to be playing, if Kane leaves, number nine for Spurs. Now, I'm going to be waiting and hopefully pre-deadline we know more about Kane and if he's leaving. And if, I, if he is, and if he's gone, then where does Richardson fit into this team? What do you reckon? There's two options. I've got money in the bank to go Matoma up to Richardson. Very simple, very easy. 100 million will be spent. That's your transfer. Or, or you go Foden out to Richardson. That saves me an extra 0.5. That gives me a million in the bank. That million in the bank allows for Colwell to become Reese James, who I think is going to be on penalties for Chelsea. Chelsea's new captain. So, two options if we think Kane's going. 
Richarlison will come into the team for Matoma, for Foden. To see, see like my very latest team reveal, obviously I can't post that on YouTube with two minutes to the deadline. Check me out on Instagram. I will be posting it on Insta at like 28 minutes past six. Harlan, we don't need to discuss. He's my captain. Ollie Watkins, I think we probably do. When Gabriel Jesus was out injured, we all thought, um, okay, we can move to Nkunku, we can move to Darwin. Watkins was sort of on our radar. Nkunku's now injured. Darwin hasn't started the last two preseason games for Liverpool. He's a non-event. And you look at it and go, Watkins is the next best thing. I don't feel like I'm settling for Ollie Watkins. I think Watkins is a brilliant option. Um, but he wasn't in my plans early on, and I'd be lying if I said he, he, he was. It does give you, after 8 million, there are no strikers priced between 8 million and Harry Kane at 12.5. So you can sell Watkins for pretty much any striker in the game. So again, you've got that flexibility. And look, the fixtures are good. Game week one, Newcastle away isn't good on paper, but the counter-attack could suit Watkins. But then they've got a couple of nice fixtures. So I'm happy to back him. And pre-season, he's been scoring goals for fun. He has been missing penalties, though. As an owner, I'm hoping Ollie Watkins isn't on penalties. I don't think I've ever said that about one of my players. Like, if Villa get a penalty, I don't want that to be Watkins because I just see... Minus points. See, I think he's missed two preseason. Um, let's talk a little bit about the bench because most have got a 4.5 defender in their squad and there are good 4.5 options. You could go Botman and ride out the, the, the tricky fixtures for Newcastle. You go for a Villa defender like Pau Torres um, and I think Villa are underrated defence under Emery. You could go for the wildcard pick, which is a doji at Spurs, left back. He's 1% owned, guys. He will get forward and be a really good asset. Adoji's on my radar. I just don't think we're going to get too many clean sheets from Postacoglu early. His teams are told to attack. Um, and he'll start left back Adoji. Or you go Colwill. And Colwill, again, lowly owned, but he will start for Chelsea. The new number 26, John Terry's number. He's going to play alongside Thiago Silva in a back four, uh, central. But we have a little bit, I think, of potential goal threat from Colwill, who wasn't known for scoring goals in the past, including at Brighton. Pre-season, a couple of times, in at the back post, he missed a couple of sitters from corners. I think Colwell, watching him in the under-21s, I think that's a major part of his game he's working on, is his aerial threat in the opposition box. And I think Colwell, at set pieces, will be real, real, really dangerous because he's got brilliant timing on his headers. He's got good movement. He's got a, got a leap. He's a, an explosive lad. So... Colwell won to Monaco, might get a bit of goal threat from him too. And Chelsea fixtures from game week three are so good. So I'm happy with double Chelsea defence. If I could afford Reese James, I'd go there. I think he's going to be on penalties, guys. Reese, I think, will be on penalties. Potter pretty much confirmed that it was Havertz or Reese last season. Havertz was, I think, in one game stepped up, but it was between the two of them. And Reese now is, of course, the Chelsea captain. Kabore, I think, is the best of the four million assets for me. And then I've got Mbamba. We could see. Balogun moving to West Ham from Arsenal before the deadline. I think it's unlikely that happens. There's a few clubs in Europe linked with him too. If that happened, then Balogun would be all of our 4.5 million forwards. A bit like the Turner move. Like We're happy that that's gone through. So Turner at Nottingham Forest has gone through in time at 4 million. The other moves to keep an eye on, Lewis Hall going to Crystal Palace, 4.5 million defender who probably be playing in midfield. Again, he could be one of the best 4.5 options, Lewis Hall, but I want to see him play for Palace before I commit. I've got money in the bank, 0.5. Again, I think many of us work to that 100 million budget, but one of my top tips, guys, forget you got 100 million and work to 99.5 because the markets in FPL are so volatile early on. You see big price rises for any bandwagon player in the first couple of game weeks because there's more engaged managers than ever before because managers tail off as the season goes on. 
So price rises for your 6.5 million mid that just got, went and scored a hat-trick, they go real quick, real quick. So rather than being forced to make a transfer on a Sunday night or a Monday night, because you're like, oh, going to miss a price hike, keep 0.5 in the bank. The other headlines, I guess, no Liverpool. We've spoken at length pre-season about no Trent and no Salah. I'm at peace with that. I, I'm not considered, I haven't really considered Trent for a long time. Completely understand those looking at Mo Salah. Pre-season form's been amazing. Great captaincy option. The best captaincy option game week two. Just doesn't work for me in this moment. Guys, the Gianni Batici team selection will be exclusively on this channel every single week of the season. You may have watched me for the last three years or two years uh, or the last year with Az and Seb and, and Andy on Scout um, doing my team selection every Wednesday, Thursday. Um, that's now moved on to this channel, which I'm really excited about. So make sure you're subscribing to get my team selection every week. I will see you very soon. Good luck for game week one. Just remember, it's what you do with your transfers after game week one, which really matters. So don't put too much pressure on yourself for this team and this deadline. Go well, and I'll see you. Sports Social Podcast Network.